Yo guys, what's up? It's Aiden Jones here. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 8th of May, 2018. Mm, 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 mm. I got some new mics, baby. Whoo! Oh, I'm so pumped. Fucking, um, what's first? We got a new housemate in our house. Uh, Ian McCarthy, the um, adequate Melbourne comedian. <laughs> Ian McCarthy. <laughs> Uh, uh, he moved in, um, what, on like Sunday or something, uh, gave him a nice little razzing on Twitter to, to fucking, uh, welcome him to the house, no, he's cool, man, we just had a little breakfast outside, um, and, uh, he said that I've had a very cinematic morning, which I feel like I have, man, it's been great so far, like, I mean, you know, he doesn't know that I, I just, that's how I live, bro, I live like a, a champ all the time, he was like, dude, you're out here, like, eating your fucking breakfast on the porch with your tea, and I'm just like, yeah, that's my life, bro, that's my life, Ian, um, no, man, I, uh, I was out there, I got, um, I got, oh, I got a letter from my pen pal, dude, my, um, Nina Perella is my pen pal, we've only just started, this is my first letter I've got off her, and I'm so pumped, um, I sent her a letter first, I kind of kicked things off, but I've tried so hard for so long, to, to fucking get someone to be my pen pal, and everyone's always so, everyone's like, yeah, man, we'll be pen pals, you don't go, I love a pen pal, and then they do it, and it's like, I send them a letter, and then they're like, thank you so much for the letter, and they don't fucking send me letters back, is it me? No, it's not me, it's the world with their shitty relationship with romance and pen pal, people think like, oh, I'm gonna fucking have a pen pal, and it's gonna be so sick, you gotta put in work, bro, you need to put in work, to have your life be like a movie. That's what, um, it was kind of like, it was a nice thing Ian said to me. He was like, dude, you've had a very cinematic morning. And, uh, actually the, the one of my favorite things anyone's ever said to me is, um, Nina, my pen pal, when we dated for like six weeks in London, like three, four years ago, um, she said to me once that I live my life like I'm in a movie. And I love that so much. And I, I think I do, man. I like that. I like to do... <laughs> I don't know, like, fun things. Like, if you're in a nice situation, and be like, what would I do if this was a scene out of a movie, you know? Anyway, I was reading that, that letter. That was actually beautiful, man. She got me... It was in a pink envelope. It was on this paper that feels like it's... I, I feel like I can feel the tree that the paper's made out of. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I want out of paper. I want to feel its real impact on the earth and know that, like, a species of bullfrog doesn't exist anymore because... um Nina wanted to tell me about how she's going to Italy. <laughs> no, it feels like it was going to fall apart. My hands was really fibrous. Um, I'm impressed that she was able to write on it at all, if I'm honest. And um, and then uh, and then I got these mics. I got the delivery for these mics. We were like sitting out the front, and some dude rolled up, and I was like, "Oh, brother, that's my mics. That's what's up. Thank you all." Um, yeah, it's been a great morning so far. It's been a great fucking week, dude. I just paid my final settlement for um, the Melbourne International Comedy Fest. My uh, producers hit me up and I've just been... You know when you got money in your account that's like sitting there? But you know that you can't use it. Like that's not your money, it's someone else's money. But you, it was like... It's like that, but they haven't even uh, like invoiced me yet. So I know it's their money, but I also can't pay it 
like, I don't know where to put it. So I just had this like fucking $1,100 sitting in my bank account, staring at me going, go on, put it on black, go on, put it on black, put, put half on black and half on odds. How about that? Put like, put like 250 on black, 250 on odds, and then go down to the Greyhounds and put, put 500 on one called David's dog. <laughs> Imagine calling a Greyhound David's. God damn it. That's the best thing I could have thought of. <laughs> <laughs> David's dog and Santa's little helper coming in first. That's the obvious one, right? I couldn't fucking go on to that. I couldn't, you know, no way. And then like some stupid horse name like Trixie Dixie Doo <laughs> coming on the outside. And what's this? David's dog pulling in through the middle. past <laughs> the pack. And it's David's dog by a whisker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even that could be too smart though, because David's kind of like biblical. What about like, like Anthony's dog? Uh, is that biblical name? What's a stupid name for idiots? Craig's dog. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah. So uh, no, I just I I got all that money. I put it out of my account. Uh, I gave it to my producers, and I'm done. All that. Summer comedy festival shit. That was the last money I needed to pay. And now I'm looking towards Edinburgh. If anyone's going to be in Edinburgh for the month of August, the 2nd to the 26th, I've got my show, 52 days. Come and check that out, man. Um, oh, that's what I was going to start doing. I was going to start telling people about some fucking gigs. If you're in Melbourne, maybe we'll do like one a week or something. If you're in Melbourne uh, and you're listening to this this week, um, the bad news is I don't have any good gigs this week. No, I've got, <laughs> no, I've got some good ones. I got, uh, what one could people come to? Come to Westside Comedy. If you're out in Footscray Way tonight, if you listen to this on Tuesday the 8th, uh, come, I'm, I'm going to be at Westside Comedy running some new gear. Come and check that out. Or next week I'm doing Crab Lab, uh, which is look up Crab Lab Comedy on Google. I can't remember the name of the venue, but it's in Chinatown in Central and, uh, I'm super excited about that gig as well. That's one of the best gigs in the city. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I got so I got my Melbourne Comedy Festival money on like uh, like Thursday, I reckon. And um, man, I mean, I've spent like three hundred and fifty bucks on clothes on like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, I've got some slick new gear. I got some new shoes um, heavily discounted shoes, oh my days, 50 bucks down from 220, get in, you know, um, I got two new jackets, some new tees, a new button up, it's just, it's been an absolute orgy of spending, you know, um, me and Blake on Friday morning, it was Blake's day off at the, at the hospital, at the hospital, where he works as a neurosurgeon, no, he fucking, I don't even know what he does, he does some shit on the computer, (laughs) um, I, uh, yeah, we, we went down to, on Thursday night, I think Blake was telling people, like, dude, me and Taco are going to go to the casino tomorrow, uh, uh, in the morning, and we're going to put all of our money into gambling, win a bunch of money, and then go buy clothes. (laughs) And, uh, I was like, man, like, I was, I was in for sure for the romance of the idea, but then, like, 
It was like, I wanted to go to uh, to Recycle Boutique. Is that how you say it? Recycle. Re- Recycle Boutique. That's an interesting little inflection game, isn't it? Recycle Boutique. Recycle Boutique. Recycle Boutique. Recycle Boutique. That sounds like someone's announcing a... It's like on the train when they, there's like the stop. Recycle Boutique. Recycle Boutique. <laughs> That's like the ones in France. Chateau Neuf du Pape. Chateau Neuf du Pape. That's always like a, in Paris when you go on the metro in Paris. I've been to Paris, you guys. Um, they, uh, whenever they announce the like stops on the metro, what's one? Like uh, Gare du Nord. Gare du Nord. It's like the, first, the Every time I go to Paris with someone, I always like, even like my mates from Paris, we're always like, the first one is like, this is the next stop. And then the next one is like, oh, we're here. Isn't that nice? <laughs> um, fuck, what word was I saying? Recycle Boutique. Recycle Boutique. Um, I wanted to go to Recycle Boutique. I still can't fucking say it in a sentence. Oh, my God. I just fucked around with it for 30 seconds, and I still can't put it in a sentence. Um, we wanted to go to Recycle Boutique. But, uh, well, I wanted to go there because my mate tipped me off on it. But Blake was like, no, let's go to DFO. And uh, the casino was like, right. I, I think he just wanted to go to DFO. Oh, no, I think he wanted to go to the casino. Whatever the fuck Blake wanted. We went to the casino and uh, we just took $20 out. And um, he, we just, like, we went roulette and uh, he lost all of his straight away because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I... Um, I, I ended up five bucks up, man. I came out with 25. I was on 27.50 for a time, for a brief, fleeting, glorious moment. And then I went back down. Uh, I don't know, I pulled out. I was very happy for myself. For like, I was very ha- like fucking proud of myself that I, I got out on top. Do you know how hard that is? God, I wanted to bet again so bad. I was like, oh, I can win more. But like five bucks, dude. I stole five bucks from the casino. <laughs> Lost 20 bucks to him. And the 20 bucks that he gave me was from money that he owed me anyway. So <laughs> he was down 40 bucks. That stupid idiot. <laughs> um, and then we went DFO. And uh, yeah, we, we legit went to like every single shop. Um... I didn't know this about DFO, but uh, my mate Phil told me that DFO is, uh, he used to work in one of the like van stores in DFO, and it's, I don't know what I thought it was, but evidently it's like um, when they make prototypes of new shit, or like if they have stuff that just doesn't sell, it goes to DFO, and that's why there's like not really that much good gear there, definitely in the way of shoes, like for pants and shirts and stuff, there's some stuff. But like not in the sizes that you want. But then for shoes, oh my word! Like just the, some fucking horrific gear. Like uh, in the Nike shop, the stuff was like, oh, it's it was like plastic. Some of it was like shiny. God damn it, man! We went to every single shop that sold shoes, and there were only a few that I was like, I could buy this or I could buy this. We probably went to like eight or nine different shops that had like all of the sportswear brands. And, uh, and then we went to Platypus, which is only a shoe store. And even that, like, yeah, brutal. But uh, I did get a, a bunch of nice stuff. Oh, and then, like, what, like, Friday? Did I buy some gear on Friday as well? 
Yeah, I bought my shoes on Friday and... Uh, uh, no, sorry, on Saturday I bought my shoes and then on Sunday I bought another cool jacket. 350 bucks down the fucking pisser. <laughs> and God, it felt good. Oh, man. De- go spend some fucking money, man. It feels amazing. And if you don't have money, suck shit. <laughs> suck shit, bro. <laughs> Money. I got money. <laughs> <Ooh-hoo. laughs> um, yeah, it felt amazing. I want to do... Um, so this is an idea that I had in the week, right? I want to start doing... Um, I did, like, recommendations for music last week. I think I want to keep doing that as, like, a regular segment, you know? Recommend just, like, a couple tracks that I've been listening to in the week. And uh, I'm going to put them up on Spotify, in a Spotify playlist. It's called Sitting Under a Tree 2018. So, like, just one or two tracks every week, and um, you can find them up there if you want to listen to them. Or, um, if you have tracks for me, if you're listening to the tunes that I like, and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool, I like this, fucking send me some tunes, man. Um, hit me up on Facebook, AJ Taco, and uh, recommend me some stuff, and I'll listen to it. And if it sucks, I'll rip on you on ne- next week's podcast, because I don't want... To listen to shitty music, and if you waste my time, then the fucking that sucks, man. I fuck you, you know. I will listen to it because I'll be stoked that you even contacted me and listened to the podcast. It'd be really nice. <laughs> now I can fucking I can like see people like putting really shitty. Oh, someone's gonna put fucking never gonna give you up, but someone's gonna try and rick roll me. Don't try and rick roll me, bro. This isn't two thousand and three. All right, we've all seen the video. We know the joke. Um, no, I, can, I feel like someone's going to hear this and be a smartass and send me some shit music. You know what? Do that too. That would probably make me laugh. <laughs> but uh, so this week, what was I listening to? Oh, I, I wrote some stuff down in my little notes here, but uh, I don't even think I care about those songs anymore. It's hard to choose. I'm only going to limit it to two a week. Um, I like this song, Tennessee, by Alan Raymond. Um, off of his album, Hotel Allen. What a fucking awful name for an album. Jesus Christ, why do you call it Allen's Dog, you fucking idiot? Um, <laughs> if you're listening to this, Alan Raymond, change the name of your goddamn album. Goddamn album? Yeah, that's right. God's name is Dan. No, change the name of your album, dude, because you got a beautiful voice. And it was weird, man. I listened to it. Uh, it was just like a late night. Um, like I just had some tunes on. I was listening to that um, release radio on Spotify where like, because there's obviously Discover Weekly. Everyone knows about that. If you don't know about Discover Weekly, you're fucking up. Uh, I'm not going to tell you about it because it's amazing. But release radio is like, I don't think it's new, but I guess it's like new releases that are also still tailored for you like Discover Weekly, but they're all new songs. And I was listening to that like all day on Saturday or Sunday or some shit. And um this Alan Raymond dude came on, this track Tennessee, and it's like a really low down vibe, um, just like, I don't know, it, it's like, I don't have the adjectives required to uh, be reviewing music on this podcast right now, and I only just realized that. It's really like, it's got like a vibe to it, it's driving is the word that I was looking for, it's like a driving sound, like it keeps going, you know, doom, doom, doom. Doom, doom, doom. That's my, yeah, that's me doing karaoke of it. Um, but the guy's voice is like amazing. And he's got this kind of jazz, like he's saying words, 
but it's almost not. It's almost like scat or like, <clears throat> and I watched a live thing of it because I really liked it. You know that moment when you realize you like a song? You're listening to something and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm liking this. And then you get to the end and you're like, I might listen to that again. And then you get to the end and you're like, I'm going to listen to it again. And uh, eventually you're like, oh, this is now a song that I like. Fuck yeah. I had that moment with uh, with Tennessee and then uh, I went on YouTube and I looked up like a live thing of it and it kind of, anno- I was scared for a second because I thought like, oh God, maybe I actually don't like this song and I got all excited for nothing because the dude's on there and he's sitting in some weird warehouse with like, first of all, I don't know who put that show together, the, the YouTube clip of him performing it. There's a few, but there was one that's like him sitting in a warehouse on a stool and there's like all this space behind him. So he's just sitting in the middle of the warehouse. One, two, you don't get to see the crowd. So you don't get to know, like there's definitely people there, but you don't get to see how many there are. So I'm thinking like maybe there's 20 people there also just sitting in the middle of his warehouse watching this dude sing a song. And then it's like, that would have sounded awful. That would have sounded so bad. <laughs> like, what? Who put that show together? It looks nice, but fucking those people would have been having a bad time. Um, and then he's like singing the song and he's getting like all up in the microphone. Like, you know, when they like make love with the microphone, you know, the singers. Um, and he's going like, Oh, now the little follow me. I'm there where the start of me. <laughs> and I was like, fuck me, dude. Sing some fucking words. Like, I want to... I thought this song was really going to touch me when I got into the world. You know, like the sound gets you first and then you're like, oh, what's he saying? And uh, turns out, not much. (laughs) Turns out he's saying, uh, big pile of garbage. I'm sure it means something to him, but I fucking (laughs) had no idea what he was talking about. Don't doubt it, don't try to be. Astronomy. (laughs) No fucking good, cunt. Um, I even looked up a lyrics video for it and I was like, it's like one of those songs where it's like, this sounds like it should mean something, but fuck me if it doesn't mean a single thing whatsoever. Um, Alan Raymond, if you're listening, fucking write in and tell me what your lyrics mean, bro. (laughs) Defend your honor. (laughs) Um, so that's the first one. And then the second one I want to put is what's it called i've been listening to a bunch of joey badass this week and uh oh that's right i'm in airplane mode fuck you idiot the song i wanted to put by joey badass is called babylon it's off the new album and how does it go again i can't remember um let's see oh i mean i was gonna sing it there but i i fucking i tried so hard to remember the words and I can't remember the words. And then I was like, Oh, what I'll do is I will play it in my headphones and then sing it like as fucking, you know, uh, like as it plays, but you guys won't hear and I'll pretend that I know the words didn't work either. (laughs) What a fraud exposed, exposed, exposed. Yeah, dude. Um, just listen to the song, man. It's called Babylon by uh, Joey Badass. Fuck, it's a good tune. It's a great tune to like sing when you're by yourself to like pump yourself up. I could see myself singing that as like as I walk into a room. Do you guys have that song? You know that song that like uh, if you ever have a song in your head when you like walk into a party to try and pump you up or whatever. You know, um, 
My friend Phil says, uh, oh, what did he say was his? One time we were talking about that years ago, and he said it was, kicking the door, waving the 4-4. All you heard was, Papa, don't hit me no more. Which is a great song to be walking into a party with. Um, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like that song, Babylon by Joey Badass, would be great for that. I was riding my bike around in the sun yesterday, singing it, you know? Just like, pumping my hands. That's what it is. So, uh, yeah, those are my two recommends for this week. I'm going to chuck them up on the playlist. Um, how long are we done here? I've had a couple people write in, actually. That was real nice. Man, last week... Um, oh, I should say this as well. Thanks if anyone's listening to this uh, pod for the first time. Um, or, like, if you got on last week. Last week was um, double the amount of listeners I've ever had. And I'm de- I know it was just because I was talking about the, the Melbourne comedy scene thing with that guy and the girl and whatever. And I'm not going to go over it again, but thank you fucking to all the people who listened last week, I really appreciate it, um, even if you were just listening to hear me bitch about someone and hopefully slip a name out, well I didn't, alright, well actually I did, and then I fucking went back and edited it before too many people heard, so suck shit, if you would, being a little nosy boy, ah, I just spilled tea on my face, god damn it, um, but, uh, yeah, the nicest, um, my friend Tansy fucking wrote me, Tanya, I don't know why she calls herself Tansy, but she does, you're 28, girl, let it go, <laughs> that's very mean, um, wait up, she, uh, she said, your latest podcast was so good, I'm glad you put it out in the universe. I can't even put any exclamation marks in writing about it and reduce it to some pseudo-happy response because just made me think and be a little sad, although the Maxi Bond part made me happy. I love your customer care letters. Oh, on that, by the way, um, Maxi Bond sent me that fucking thing. Did I even... Oh, no, I didn't even put it out to them. Oh, i got to make that video this week. Um... They, uh, they, yeah, they sent me a fucking gift card. I got the gift card and I used it this week to buy groceries. Hey, like, uh, like a magical man. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, you'll probably laugh at me for saying this as it may be the antithesis of comedy, although that part wasn't comedic, but a trigger warning may be good for that podcast, largely because I didn't expect to be listening to a comedy podcast at 7.30 a.m. and want to start crying on the train. The subject is something that does bring a lot of shit up for me, and seeing what you've said, it wouldn't surprise you to know that it would for a lot of other people too. It was a really good conversation. Soliloquy? She's put in brackets with a question mark and exclamation mark. I love that. Uh, what's that word? The interrobang. That's both of them at the same time. Doesn't really have the same force as like just one after the other though, does it? Does anyone use the interrobang? Fuck that. No. It's a nice word, but... You know the interim, it's like an exclamation mark, question mark, but in one symbol. Boring. Anyway, uh, it was a really good conversation to have, though. I'm genuinely sharing that with my friend. You've put me in a really reflective mood now. Aha, XX. Um, thanks for writing in, man. That's very lovely. And thanks for telling me what you thought of that podcast. It was honestly terrifying to talk about last week. I was so scared uh, that... People were going to misinterpret what I said or like people were going to get angry or say that I had no right to talk about it. But like all of the reactions I've had from a bunch of different people who have listened to it um, have been super positive. I had a, a friend of mine yesterday like caught up with me at a show and we just went for a little walk and had a chat about it. And 
I don't know, man. There's a lot of different perspectives out there. And so it was nice to get different people's perspectives. Actually, the, <laughs> the dude um, called me because he listened to the podcast. And someone must have told him about it or something. And um, we had a decent chat, but the whole thing was just him trying to convince me that he didn't do it. And I was like, you know what, dude? This is the thing, right? How is someone... He, he was going to me like, dude, you put that story that you said out there in the world and then like someone can use that against you now you know you got to be careful what you put out there because if someone just doesn't like you then they can use that as evidence against you and I'm like yeah but here's the thing man no one hates me enough to want to do that I mean maybe they will like not on a personal level maybe someone fucking <laughs> actually I should talk about that one time about the stalker that I had who kept telling me he was going to fuck my mum but like that's just a random person who I've never met you know no one in my life who I've met and have relationships with actually fucking wants to destroy me and I think what happened with um with the the guy and the girl that I was talking about last week and this is what I was talking to my friend about yesterday was like the bad part of it wasn't necessarily what he did, I mean, it was what he did, but it was also the reaction, and if he'd, if he'd gone, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I can't believe that, that you feel this way, and that I've been responsible for making you feel this way, how can I do better, and how can we fix it, then it might have helped, you know, but as it stands, he just freaked out and went, I didn't fucking do that shit, I didn't do it, and that's what he just called me and spent fucking 40 minutes on the phone to me, trying to convince me that he didn't do it, and it's just like, it's not even really about whether you did it or not. I mean, it is, but it's also about you trying to understand people, you know? And evidently, you didn't fucking do that, dude. Um, ugh, I'm waiting for the next call from him. He was like, dude, let me show you the messages, man. Come to lunch with me, and I'll show you the messages. And then he said something about, like, but he won't send them to me because then I might put them on the hub or something. And it, whatever, dude, I don't know, I, I really don't care that much about the nitty-gritty of it and the actual thing, all I know is that you made someone feel uncomfortable and you're not taking responsibility for it, even partially, you know, even open to it, ugh, whatever, I didn't want to fucking talk about that, I, uh, oh man, last Wednesday, this was huge, I watched, um, Corey White's Roadmap to Paradise. Corey White being, as he is, a very good friend of mine and a fantastic comedian, winner of the Best Newcomer in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in 2015. Um, as a dude who, like, slept on my floor when he moved to Melbourne and was, like, for, like, two weeks because uh, he was from Queensland. And he was so fucking poor, like, borrowing money off people to buy cigarettes and shit, you know? Um, and just living off Centrelink doing nothing, um, just, just writing comedy and just trying to get better as a comedian. And, uh, I didn't even realize how kind of cool that was at the time or that that was like a path that you could take. I was all about like, nah, man, I want to keep my job and whatever. But like he was doing it, you know, he moved down to Melbourne and he was just like, I'm fucking doing this full time. And this is the only thing that I want to do. And he worked hard and, uh, he fucking wrote an amazing show, took it to Edinburgh um, still went through some tough times after that, but came out of it with a book deal and an Australian story, which is like an Australian TV show about stories, you know, um, about his life. And then this TV show, and they've been producing the TV show for about a year. Um, the premise is so audacious. I had uh, I had a drink with him uh, a few months ago, and he told me the premise, which is, uh, so basically he picks... 10 problems, one problem per episode, they're 15 minute episodes, and every episode he picks a problem that he sees in society, so there's like one on foster care, 
um, one on like democracy, on politicians, on all this different stuff. And he tries to solve that problem with research and facts in a funny way in 15 minutes and proposes an actual solution. It's, I mean, it's like very typically Corey to try and just, he's not, he's not doing half measures. You know what I mean? He's not doing like, a, oh, maybe this will be the show and we'll do it. It's, it's not, there's no watering down of the concept. It's just all out proposing a solution, you know, for these massive problems that face society. And, uh, so it, it preview, it aired, it aired on Wednesday. Uh, it's every Wednesday, by the way, if you're in Australia, ABC, uh, 9.30 or 9.45, maybe PM every Wednesday night. Uh, there's, it's gone for 10 weeks. So last week was the first one. Tomorrow's the next one. Watch the fucking show, dude. He, um, he got together a bunch of people at, uh, the North Fitzroy Tavern and, uh, we just had some beers, had a bit of food and uh, celebrated this amazing fucking achievement that he's, you know, this thing that he's made um, with a couple of our other mates that were working on it. And um, and we watched the episode in the pub, uh, laughed a bunch, got, you know, some a round of applause at the end, and then we just had a bunch of beers and we're just like, fucking well done, Corey. This is my first friend who's an actual friend of mine who's, like, been on TV, had their own thing on TV. It was incredible. Like, it was kind of surreal to watch and to see Corey's face up there, you know, um, and it just, I like, after, so the first one, you know, it's just like, oh, it's the first one, of course, I'm going to enjoy it, but I've watched a few more, I watched up to episode four last night, and the tone of the show is so fucking silly, dude, it's like, there are all of these little kind of, um, just little, like, sly winks to the camera, you know, like, uh, what was one? At one point in the second episode, there's a scene where he's interviewing someone and he's driving a car, but he's just green screened onto the car. So at the start, it looks like he's driving along normally. What, meanwhile, he's talking to someone about like economics or whatever. And then like it cuts to him again and the like scenery is going backwards and then he's going to the side and then he's like in the clouds. And it's like, it's just a little background thing, but they've found so many different ways to make a very dry subject matter really interesting and there are a lot of actual fucking good laughs in there and then the one on foster care that i watched last night with a mate was incredible i've never seen something so fucking honest on tv and it's like 9 30 it's not even that late it's like 9 30 on a wednesday night people are gonna fucking watch that and it's on abc oh man all credits are, even if he wasn't my mate all credit to ABC, even for just putting something like that on, with Corey talking about how he committed suicide all these times, and how domestic violence maybe isn't just like a, a cut and dry issue of power, and there are all these other personal aspects to it, you know? Oh, it's incredible. I can't do the show justice by just talking about it now. Go and fucking watch it. Corey White's Roadmap to Paradise, they're all on ABC iView right now, and uh, if you're Australian or if you live in Australia, you'll watch it. And you'll be proud of this country for putting something like that on a government-funded TV network. It's it's a phenomenal show. Um, and congrats to Corey, man. You're a fucking crusher. <sighs> Last thing I want to talk about, I guess. Uh, oh, let's go Moroccan soup bar. I went to, uh, on Friday, I went to Moroccan soup bar, which was lovely. I don't really know if I can fuck with Moroccan food, you know? It was good. Everyone's like repping the. So I went there on a on a date, and uh, date was lovely. Um, we went and got some beers afterwards, and uh, and just chatted shit at this bar. But like the Moroccan soup bar was like the main thing, and I got all my oh I went I rocked up in all my new gear, <laughs> just dressed to the nines. Like did I do good? You know, 
Um, I was real stoked that I like had someone to show that stuff off to. That was lovely. Um, but uh, yeah, like it was real busy and the vibe was great and everything was cool. Um, it's just twenty five dollars for a for a like the banquet. There's no like menu or whatever. Maybe that's just a weekend thing. But the banquet was great. But like I just I, maybe it's I've eaten too long. There's a thing in Melbourne called Lentil as Anything, which is this like place where you go. It's by donation. It's very cool. Um, it's like in an old. There's a few of them, but the main one is in this old Abbot, like Abbot Abbey, the place where the nuns go in Abbotsford, and um, they do like all of that kind of North African style food, but it's by donation. So you pay what you feel and there's no pressure to donate. So if you don't have the money, it's like everyone deserves a place at the table, you know? And I used to go there when I lived in Richmond, like three or four times a week. Cause I was just broke as fuck. And, uh, this is like, you know, four or five years ago. Um, and it's great for people who don't have any money to be able to go eat there, you know? And the idea is that if you do have money, you put a little bit extra in to cover those people and staffed by volunteers and whatever. But I think what I'm trying to say is that place ruined like chickpea based food for me and like dukkha and all that kind of stuff. Cause like Moroccan soup bar, it was cool, I guess, but I just can't get excited by that food. All those random North African spices. It's so thick. It's like curry in India as well. I don't know, man. I, I'd fucking dare someone to, to like make me food like that, that I can really get excited about. Cause Moroccan super is supposed to be the one. And, uh, uh, you know, it was good, but I was, I didn't leave going like, Oh yes. When I left there, I was just like, yeah, f- all right. Acceptable. You know, I definitely wasn't angry that I paid money for it. And I would have probably even paid more for it. I think it's just the cuisine. It's just the cuisine. It's just the cuisine in me. All right. Anyone who's really fucks with Moroccan food, don't get mad, bro. It's just me and that cuisine. We're not made for each other, all right? You guys go and do your thing. I'm not about it. I don't know. I really wish I enjoyed it more. So many people. The chickpea whatever bake was fantastic. If you like Moroccan food, go to Moroccan soup bar. Soup bar, soup kitchen. I feel like I've said different things every time. Oh, all right. I think that's me. That's it. That's everything I wanted to talk about. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. If you're a new listener, um, fucking thanks for trying this out. I hope you liked it. I hope I made you laugh. And uh, fucking, yeah, come check out uh, come check out Westside Comedy this week in Footscray or uh, Crab Lab next Wednesday in Chinatown if you're in Melbourne. And uh, have a good one, guys. I'll uh, see you next week. Peace.